Grain. Get me Brackage. Instagram. Discord. Wes Anderson sucks. Wes Anderson. Mike Jones sucks bad. What, no Q&A? Josh Sapke. M. Night Shyamalan. I always wear this bucket hat when I'm directing. As a filmmaker, he is nothing. A zero. He's a, a pig piece of shit. We got Ion Pack. We got uh, Tony Hawk is in the house. If your agent calls me in any way whatsoever, you're fired from the film. This is a film. I was obsessed with trash. The movie's trash, you know? Very creative what you do. Gritty New York City. And you'll never make it in this business. Never make a movie. Why do we have to see his fucking name in the movie? I'm crazy about sound. Podcast. You don't see a film and say, Joe Schmo did the fucking food. I don't make movies, I make films. I go mentally ill. He hasn't made a fucking good film in 25 years. Rub Vaseline on the lens. Rogue Packer. You are a creative. We get it. Left-wing politics. Make out with girls. Doritos bags look mad different. These guys are liberal filmmakers. They cannot be trusted. Reduced black ratio. But it's time to admit you are a fan of the Iron Pack. Let the creative people talk to the money people. There's a whole group of guys who pretend to be making special films. Get the name of that song. I'm singing Mouse K. Big shouts, Mouse K. Big shouts, Mouse K. Um, what's the name of that song? I don't know. If you're listening to the Ion Podcast, <laughs> <laughs> we're the Ion Podcast. Uh, that's our name. Actually, I, I hate that they're two different names. We're People your say hosts, Ion Pod. KJ and Curtis. Okay, the Ion Pack, the hosts of the Ion Pod, which is one of many projects of the Ion Pack. They that's used the to, way to think about it. You know what? They used to call us Ion One and Ion Two, but we're the, Curtis and KJ. Those are, I'm KJ. He's Curtis. Say something. Um, those are Ion One and Ion Two are dead names. I know. Yeah. I want to change my name in the Discord. Why does it still say that? Somehow in Discord, it's okay. Peterson still calls us Ion One and Two. I still know people who I'm saved in their phone as Ion One. Or some people just do Curtis Ion, which I'm like, you know what? That's fine. I, I do that for people too. It's yeah, Lucian. Yeah. Lucian texted me today saying, Is this KJ? <sighs> is this KJ Ion? <laughs> I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had two missed calls from Lucian at 3 a, from 3 a.m. last night. That's how you know you missed a good night. Yeah, and he was like, Yo, I was with the Come Town guys. <laughs> I was like, sick, dude. <laughs> um, nice one. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> fuck. We just saw the whale. And it was maybe... I hate to be well, a, all right, spo- I hate to be a Let's just do the spoiler alert now. Okay, so we can just go. Go. What spoiler alert? No, just if, if you haven't seen the whale and you want to... Yeah, now's spoiler your time to skip ahead. Don't listen to the Ion podcast if <laughs> you want the whale to be spoiled. Um, not much to spoil there, really. But, yeah, genuinely maybe the, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it was unbelievably terrible. Like, I was shocked. I really was shocked. I wasn't expecting to like it, but I'm really trying to be open-minded now. I, I It was the most... They're hitting you with every possible... Uh, recipe for tear jerker it felt like well that was what we were saying like freshman year of sarah lawrence you go see another freshman's play and you're like all right they're trying to like do something that was like emotionally resonant and powerful Mm -hmm. but they hit they really just left no stone unturned it's unbelievable gay Gay lover committed suicide. Poor. Overweight. Poor. Doesn't have health care. Um, <laughs> Poor gay and fat. Like, abandoned his kid. Like, it, everything. Everything. I actually thought, I didn't bring this up to you earlier, but I thought maybe it was going to, like, take a turn at one point. Same. With the daughter, which I thought I thought was it was going to, cool. like, turn into, like, a kind of like horror, horror thing. Or I thought the missionary kid was going to end up. And I think Darren probably knows he was doing that, which I was like, oh, this could be really cool. But then it just went back to Hallmark mode for some reason. It really was like a lifetime movie. It, it's it's crazy. It's really crazy how bad it is. I there, I, I can't imagine Wait, anyone we know a, would like this movie. Let's give a rating. I think this is a... Resounding sucks, sucks bad. bad there we go. This movie yeah. sucks bad. It, Objectively. Like, I actually really don't even just, think it's up for debate. It actually sucks so bad that I... Would be happy rescinding my sucks bad from all the recent times I've said movies suck bad. You know what's interesting about this is that, like, like for example, in Triangle of Sadness, sucks we badness. Bad, there's a lot to talk about why we think it's bad. Um, with uh, sometimes I think with the best movies, it's actually hard to talk about why they're so good, or it's like kind of defies language mm-hmm. on some level. This movie does that in the opposite way to me. I actually don't even really. I actually don't even really want to tear apart like the details of why it was bad. It was so profoundly bad that it actually defy it randomly transcends language. I know. I, <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I mean, the script was so bad, I couldn't believe it. It was it was because you were talking about you thought the performances were bad, and I definitely didn't think they were good. But I, for me, I, it it was just like you couldn't have had a good performance. It was the most overwrought. Brendan's a good actor. Brendan is a good actor. Yeah, of course. He, he has moments. I didn't there. even fault the the actors in general, even though I didn't think any of them were good besides Brendan. The girl from Inherent Vice, even though I like her, I did think she was pretty fucking terrible. I thought she was bad, but I, but I thought that character was so poorly written that I, I didn't even like think of it as her fault. I guess is what I'm saying. You know what it really was that made it feel so. If I were to determine like the thing in the writing that made it bad, it's like it's it's a classic thing that you're not supposed to do. But like there are so many scenes, probably the only scenes where there's any real narrative happening is like just pure exposition. It's like it's like talking about the boyfriend or it's like my brother back when you guys were together. It's like explaining things that we're not seeing. Like, so much of the movie takes place in these conversations where, like, just information just been being given to you to, like, emotionally manipulate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no cinema. The only yeah. time he went cinema mode was at the very end of the movie, which 
hands down the worst ending I've ever seen. Oh, I, I couldn't believe it. I was trying so hard not to be rude and laugh when I, it's I could directed by Darren Aronofsky. I was like, holy shit. I, the first yeah. thing I thought was, I was like, damn, is Requiem bad? Have, yeah. have I forgotten? Like, is it actually low-key horror? No, that's or? that's true. I, I actually couldn't believe this was, you know, a go-to director. I was like, I was like, yeah, this would be something that I would be impressed got through from a first-time director. You know what I mean? It, this it, The way it felt was I was like, these are the kinds of movies that, like, get rejected from... Like, I imagine that this is the stuff that doesn't make the cut for a festival or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, this didn't really work. It, I just can't... I can't believe it. It was just... So, there was not even, like, uh, any moment. There was not even any kind of room for anything in that it just and i guess it it did to be fair it started as a play which was very obvious yeah. and it kind of still just played out like that but there was just it was just everything it was just everything turned up way too high and just you're it, it was just so obvious that it just felt like a writing exercise you know what i'm saying and not to be so cynical but we were Hanging out with a uh, producer the other night, and he said, "Big shouts to producers. Big shouts to producers. Big shouts to this producer, um, who I did ask actually to come on the pod, and he was like, oh, fuck, I can never do that.' Even though he's a huge Packer and head, and is probably listening right now. Big shouts to you. Um, but he was talking about how he's like, he's like, movies are just, you know, Brendan Fraser getting the standing ovation now. It's just like that video on Twitter. Like that's that's film and that's film culture yeah, now. Yeah, which I think." So I'm like okay. crying. Me and KJ came to the movie separately. Uh and we both had the same interaction. Interaction with the the ticket taker. Yeah. Both being like, You seen the whale? Brendan Fraser, man. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's the narrative around it, of course, didn't pay any mind. But you said something that made me say, Oh, yeah, what's so true? Which was since when did everybody care about this? No one cares about this. Who, like, what do you know Brendan Fraser from? Tarzan? It does, I, I don't understand. Yeah. What, when did we all suddenly have strong opinions about Brendan Fraser? It's so random. It, it just shows, you know, well, okay, first of all, I've been thinking this for a while. The whole, like, really infantilizing attitude towards Brendan Fraser from everyone is so cringe to me. This like, really oh my god, he's been through so he's back. Oh my god, look at everything he does. It's so amazing. Like yeah. it it reminds it's just like it's the same tone as when someone who has like a serious illness just like stands yeah. up and they're like, You're brave. Yeah. And that person's like, Shut the fuck up. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like that same just infantil I, I just can't it, it was, that's just like a pet peeve of mine. It's I just like giving uh, this guy zero agency and just like the entire world just looking at him in this infantilizing pity way is so uncomfortable to me. And and but where did that come the from? The ticket taker though. Yeah. The interaction. Finish it. That was all he said to me. I was just like, yep. And I walked in. Yeah. He said the exact same thing to me. <laughs> Which is just like, there's like a, it's like this narrative that was just like forced on everybody. So yeah. Cause I was like, no, I don't, I mean, I liked bedazzled growing up the movie he did with Elizabeth Hurley, but it was just like, as a, I was like probably like seven or something. I would yeah, just watch saying. it over and over, but I was like, nobody was he in something that a lot of people love that we're, we did just don't know or something. It was Tarzan bedazzled. I mean, he's like a show or something. Like, no. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm sure he was, but like not anything. Look it up. Um, there is probably some other big movie. Also, this like Brendan comeback already happened. Yeah, exactly. In um, 
the affair. He was like he played. Oh, the kind mummy, of like, right? The mummy, right? Or, or not like, Tarzan? George of the Jungle. Oh, right. Of yeah. course, that's like where he was hot. Yeah. Um, but he was in the affair as like a fucked up, like fat, like prison guard, and it was, I remember that the was like mummy. a big, big moment of yeah. like, oh, Brendan Fraser's back, and he's like, mm-hmm. you know, doing this now, and like I think all the stuff about his personal life came out. And it was it, it was, was a horrible story, and I'm not like trying to belittle that story. But if you went through that and are making a comeback, it's just so uncomfortable. This this like oh oh look at him attitude. It's don't. like can you imagine if someone did that to you? Like shut the I, fuck up. I don't think it's a public's fault though. I think I think it's mostly just like a publicity thing. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. It's like I, I and this is still probably you know naive attitude. But I was thinking I was like, how did this happen? How do we all get convinced to care? Is it like just from the internet? Well, it is kind of. What it really is is this is just the power of PR. This is it's clearly a PR, PR manufactured thing where we're like, we're going to get everyone to be like, look how brave and strong the comeback is. Let's feel so sorry for him. Let's pity him. Yeah. It, that It's not like, I, I don't mean to sound like I'm like belittling this horrible thing that happened to him by saying this. It's just like treating him like a, you know, special needs because of it is so uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and I think that that was maybe this is a weird way to think, but I I think that that was made doubly uncomfortable for me watching him just like look so fucking pathetic and disgusting in the movie. And I think he he was good, but I was just like this weird public attitude about him, and then like watching him have to debase himself by looking so disgusting on camera. Yeah, it just the whole thing is very uncomfortable to me. What's good, Packers? Here we are with another solo episode. We went and saw the whale. You just heard us talk about it a little bit, but we keep going. Then we talk about Celine at the Wiltern in L.A. And a bunch of other heat. Um, so, go to patreon.com slash the ion pack to hear the rest. And I want to say, because somehow we didn't, didn't mention it in the episode, Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah or any other holiday you celebrate from the bottom of our hearts here at the Ion Pack. Thank you all for a great year. Patreon.com slash the Ion Pack. You already know. Patreon.